Hello everyone, I'm so excited to be back and to share a super special experience that I just went through recently. So I know I have not been making content and I'll explain the reason why. But today is a very special day. I woke up so early in the morning and I am so excited to share with you guys what's been going on. And today we will be discussing and finishing up our last topic on stress. So let's start. Alright, so even though stress can be a good thing, an overload of stress can be a terrible thing for a lot of us. So a couple things that are good about stress is that it heightens our awareness and memory. In other words, the more stressed we are, the more memory we will be able to um, have whenever, for example, if we're studying for a test. Number two is that it mobilizes energy. You have more energy. You, you're, I don't know if you've had that feeling that when you are just so busy on working on a project, you just have so much energy. You can go without eating. I know recently I've been studying for a test. And I could study for maybe up to four hours and not feel hungry because I'm so focused. It increases the stamina as well. So I have a lot of energy, I have stamina, I am just super aware of what's going on and I feel like I can memorize everything because I'm stressed and I'm also studying for this big test. Another thing is that it can boost immunity, but that's only if we do not linger on stress for a longer period of time, right? So. When you have a deadline and you have that pressure, some of you are having the best immunity ever. But what happens after you finish your test? After you completed everything, you finally um, did your test, some people get sick. And that's because when you're, on, when you're stuck in overactivation of your stress, in your body, that can cause a big health hit. That's why it's important to balance the stress in our lives. Stress overload can definitely cause chronic anxiety. It can make you feel overwhelmed, can cause sleep problems, resultant exhaustion that can lead to depression, cognitive problems, so even though for a, stress, for a test, it can help you memorize things, if you have an overload of stress, then you will start having problems with um, cognition. You have sugar cravings, and then you're, you're going to start having weight gain. There's also an increased risk of heart disease and even cancer. A lot of people that come to the hospital and they have stress, they end up having strokes because of all the stress, hypertension, their blood pressure goes up and then a lot of people die from strokes because of the blood pressure that's been elevated for a long period of time because people cannot pay the bills, um, they have a family to support, they're probably not working, uh, and there's so many things in our lives that may cause us to have an overactivation of stress. You can also have digestive problems, sugar, fat, and salt cravings, including belly fat. So those are just some of the negative um, examples of how stress can really affect us. Having stress is a good thing because it will help you finish and be on top of your deadlines. But having an overactivation or a stress overload can make you sick. 
So it's very important to be able to handle stress in our lives. I have the biggest fear of failure. And it's something that has tormented me for a very long time and causes me to be afraid of making changes in my life. I'm afraid of taking risks and challenges because I'm afraid of the unknown. I don't want to fail. I want to be successful, but at the same time, having this fear has made me lack faith in my personal life. And this is why this is something that I've been trying to work on for a very long time. Because I believe that God has something special for all of us. And he wants and desires our best. Over the years, I had to learn how to depend on God. Because when things don't go my way, I really need to trust him. I'm the type of person that I like to control everything in my life. And when I don't have that power or that control, I get frustrated and I complain to God. And I decided that I had to make changes. So recently, I've been surrendering everything to God and just trusting that He wants to help me. And for me, that's such a big blessing that I've been able to learn that and overcome one of my biggest fears. I want to be successful in my career and I want to be able to learn and grow intellectually. For me, I think it's important that I may grow academically in any way possible. And I do have dreams of going back to school and getting either my doctorate or in in nursing, but I have to figure out what exactly I want to do. And the reason I'm discussing stress is because this is something that I have been dealing with for the past couple months. It wasn't until this last month that I decided that I was going going to take my CCRN, which is a critical certification, for intensive care nurses or for anybody who works in a critical care setting. And I decided that I was going to take this big test. I kept postponing it. And I was actually supposed to study for that in March and take it around May. But I kept postponing the test because I was afraid that I was going to fail. When I was in nursing school, oh my goodness, let me tell you. When I was in nursing school... I had a lot of test anxiety. I remember one time I was supposed to take a test and I literally ended up going to the bathroom several times because my stomach was feeling horrible. I was constantly going to the bathroom. I was so nervous and wow, like I had to learn how to overcome this fear and trust God. I remember studying the last minute before my exam. So we had a couple of students who were outside waiting for the computer lab to be open. And we were all sitting around and waiting for the testing site to be open. And people were sitting down and comparing answers, not answers, but basically studying the last minute. And I was one of them too. I was literally studying, trying to cram through my notes before the test because I was just so nervous. And it was until one day I decided that this is enough. I can't do this forever. 
So I took a different approach. And the day before my exam, I studied very hard. And the day of my exam, I did not even look at my notes. I went on a walk around the track field and I talked to God. I spent time with him and I told him, you know, about like how I, you know, how I was feeling, that I'm excited because, wow, today is a big day and I'm ready to succeed. And I would just have a conversation with him, just kind of surrender everything to him. And I took my test, I would go to the computer lab and I would avoid the crowd where people were studying. I would find a quiet corner and I would just sit around, just think about other stuff not related to the test and leave it all to God. I did my part and God will take care of the rest. And that was my way of dealing with stress during my test. But most recently, I had to start studying for my tests for my CCRN and I started feeling that same stress that I felt when I was in college. I was getting so nervous and so anxious. I kept postponing my tests. I kept delaying my studies because I was afraid of failing and I didn't want to go through that. So I decided that I had to do something about this. I finally ended up scheduling my test for July 10, which was yesterday. So I took my test yesterday and I scheduled it and I've been studying for over a month. I started studying around June 3rd and I was studying and working really hard. At the same time, I was so nervous, praying to God, helping him, you know, asking him to help me with my anxiety and to calm my nerves. And this past week, I, I mean, if I tell you, I was studying like crazy. I would study so many hours, like four hours, because I was just so afraid that I wasn't going to pass. But then yesterday, before my test, I didn't study. Same thing. I told God, maybe I reviewed my notes initially because I scheduled my, t- my test for, for noon. And it was so early in the morning because I woke up around 8, I kind of reviewed my notes, but then I said, you know what, I want to spend time with God. Like, I want to give this time to God and just um, tell Him how I feel. So I started reading the book of Isaiah, chapter 40. And I was impacted by what I read. I was super pumped, super excited, because I was feeling that God was speaking to me and helping me with this anxiety. And my dad woke up very early too. So he was sitting on the couch. And after I finished reading, I told my dad, Dad, can, can you like have a little devotional with me or can we study the Bible together? Um, just because I really feel like I need to um, take this opportunity to reflect. And maybe you can give me some words of encouragement for my test. And that's exactly what my dad did. And you won't believe that he opened the book of Isaiah 40. And we both started reading Isaiah chapter 40. And I learned so much by just sitting there with my dad and trying to understand what God's will is for my life. 
Isaiah chapter 40 verse 26 says, Look up into the heavens who created all the stars. He brings them out like an army, one after another, calling each by its name because of his great power and incomparable strength. Not a single one is missing. In other words, God has a special plan and purpose for our lives. If he knows the name of each star in heaven, how much more does God know you? He is calling us by name and he really he really wants us to surrender everything to him. The next verse in verse 27 says, "O oh, Jacob, how can you say the Lord does not see your troubles?" Oh, Israel, how can you say God ignores your rights? Sometimes it's really hard to imagine that there is someone who really cares for us. Someone who is worried about us. And there is definitely a God in heaven who cares so much about you that he wants to show you every part of his character by showing you that he cares and that he will help you overcome whatever trouble you're going through. And the Bible says, like, have you not heard? Of course, the Lord sees our troubles and he will come through. And even though he won't answer the way that you want him to answer, there's a reason why he doesn't answer the way you want to. Maybe he needs to take you through the wilderness so that you can meditate and reflect and sometimes when the further away you you know the I'm sorry sometimes when you are going through an experience and there's a lot of bad things that are going on I was listening to a sermon and it talks about how there was a dog who was chasing um, a pastor's daughter so every time the pastor and his daughter would walk around the sidewalk, the dog would bark and he would start going after the girl, the pastor's daughter. And the little girl would start running towards her dad and then the dog would stop so he wouldn't continue running. And she would hang on to her dad and stretch her hands out so her dad can pick her up. And this happened repetitively. It happened a lot of times every day they would go walking the dog would chase her she would go to her dad and then the dog would stop and he wouldn't continue and it came to a point that the little girl was just so confused why her dad didn't stop the dog why the dad didn't go after the dog and just you know go talk to the neighbors or who knows what the dog just kind of ignored it at least that's what she thought <laughs> so when she asked her dad, Dad, why are you not doing anything about it? The dog is running after me and you're not chasing the dog away. You're just waiting for me to come to you. And that's when the dad told his baby girl, Sweetheart, if I don't stop the dog from chasing you, it's because every time that the dog chases you, you are running after me. And I want you to run after me because you are safe in my hands. 
And that's exactly what God is trying to tell us. Every time we're facing a situation, a difficult situation in our lives, and trouble, and trouble comes into our lives, God is telling us that the reason why that is happening is because every time we experience difficult tr trials, we run back to him. And he wants us chasing after him because in his arms, we have barriers, barriers of protection, barriers that will take care of us. Because if we're out there all alone, then we can get hurt. So God wants us to be safe. The Bible continues saying, have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. This Bible verse impacted me in so many ways. And it's super interesting how my dad pointing out, pointed out the most interesting idea ever. So we all know that it took God six days to create the heavens and the earth. Six days for creation. And on the seventh day, he rested from everything that he had done. So you may ask yourself, how come a God who never grows weak or weary rested? Why? Why did he leave the seventh day to, for rest? Obviously, I am a seventh-day Adventist and I'm a strong believer of um, the Sabbath. So I keep the Sabbath and I keep it holy. And my father, my God, he rested on the seventh day which is very interesting because on that seventh day, he had rested from all the creation that he had done. If God needed a day of rest, how much more do we need a day of rest? So my dad told me, now Ashley, that you just studied for over a month, you've been studying very hard for this test, God is asking you to rest to rest in his hands, to leave it all to him. Don't worry about everything that you did because you did it. You worked hard for it. You studied very hard and now God will take care of the rest. Just sit down and relax. Enjoy the ride. And I decided to take my test on a Friday, which was yesterday. And it's so interesting because now it's Saturday and I get to rest like after I finished that test, wow, I was able to rest. Now I haven't told you what I got on the test or, or what happened, but I'll share in a little bit. So I'm just really excited for this experience because God has shown me so much about what it means to rest in his hands. And when we rest in God's hands, we can take away the stress, everything that is affecting us. We have stress for several reasons. Stress is important, like I said. It's important for us to meet the deadlines. If we have a little bit of pressure, we're able to concentrate and accomplish things. But if we have too much stress, that's when our health can be hindered, when we can get sick, when we start feeling overwhelmed and maybe even depressed. So it's important to control that. And if God himself, after all the work that he had done, after, I don't know, maybe, I don't know how if he felt stress. You know, I feel like God is a perfect God. But I'm sure that he there was a lot going on. 
And of course, everything that God does is perfect. But I'm sure that through this Bible verse, God was just teaching us the importance of resting. Not because he needed a rest day, but because we need a rest day. A day to remember, to rest, and to keep the Sabbath. Because Sabbath, we are not made for the Sabbath. The Sabbath is made for us. The Sabbath is made for men so that we can give thanks to God and give praises to him for he is good. Now, finally, verse 29 says, oh, actually, I want to, I want to add something to, about verse 28, 28, which says, no one can measure the depths of his understanding. God has so much understanding and he knows so much. And whenever God, the Bible tells us, do not lean on your own understanding. It's important because whatever I understand may have nothing in relation to what God knows about what is to happen. So we have to lean on the understanding of God. Verse 29, he gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Of course, yesterday I was weak in the sense that I was tired and exhausted from the hard work and the, and the studying that I had to do. And I know that God gave me the strength. I went to sleep like around 11. And I, you know, it's only by God's grace that I was able to endure 150 questions. And verse 30 says, even though youth will become weak and tired and young men will fall in ex exhaustion, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Wow, what a powerful way to end this chapter. Even youth will become weak. Yes, I am weak and I am tired. The Lord knows that I am just so tired of everything that I've, that I've experienced this past month. All the pressure that I had. Um, pressure in the sense that I really want to be certified because I will be, be getting trained to be an open heart nurse. And I have that pressure because I will be taking care of sick patients. A patient after they get a heart surgery, I will take them back and I will recover them. And hey, it's a little scary because that person's life is in your hands and so by me taking this test I am trying to understand the human body in a better way I'm trying to comprehend I'm trying to learn more and I want to become a better nurse have be a competent nurse with better knowledge so I can better take care of my patients I think it's important that if we are we are nurses for us to continue our education and grow and not stay and settle so I decided to take this test because I want to be a smart and intelligent nurse who can take care of my patients with confidence, not in my own skills. You know, of course, I want to have confidence in my skills, but I want to have confidence in God that he is the one that gives me the understanding, that he is the one that shows me exactly what it is to take care of someone because I may not know, but God knows it all. And he's the one that has been through my nursing career and I have no doubt that he is working in my career. And sometimes we feel like we are falling because we're exhausted. 
Yes, there are days that I'm just exhausted and I'm tired and I'm drained. But God has been giving me that strength. And if I can trust in God, he will give me that strength that I need. And the last thing that my dad told me, that we will soar high on wings like eagles. It means that, I don't know if you've ever seen an eagle, and my dad was actually sharing this story with me. I don't know much about eagles, but this is what my dad shared with me. Whenever an eagle catches its prey and it's going back and taking the food to, you know, its nest or, you know, to its babies, and let's say there's a thunder and there's lightning and who knows what's going on up there in the sky, the eagle has to fly and soar up into the sky until it can surpass the storm. Because one, it surpasses the, sto- the storm and goes above it, then there is peace and tranquility. And I want to be like that eagle. I want to soar high on wings like eagle, eagles. And whenever I'm facing a difficult situation, I want to go above and beyond it. And despite everything that I may be going through, I just want to be satisfied. And I want to know that there's something great up there. And it's a relationship with God. When I have a relationship with God, I feel at peace. And I know that God is controlling my life. I want to be able to run and not grow weary. Walk and not be faint. And that is my wish for all of us here. That we're able to trust God with everything. So on the day of my exam, I drove about an hour to get to the testing site. And I make it to the place. The lady takes me to the computer. I'm on my first question. And there's about 150 questions and I have to complete it in three hours. Something that was interesting is that when I took my NCLEX, I finished with 75 questions, which is the minimum of questions that you can get in a a test. However, I took forever to complete the test. It took me almost three hours, like two hours and 30 minutes probably. But it took me like over two hours to complete 75 questions. And that's because I get so nervous and I do not do well under time. I literally take my time because I start thinking about other things while I'm taking my test. So I had such a hard time with that. So I was really nervous because I was thinking, I'm like, if I, if it took me about two hours and 30 minutes to complete 75 questions, I cannot even imagine how long it will take me to do 150 questions. But the day, the week, you know, a couple, couple weeks before I did a practice test and it took me about two, two hours and 30 minutes to complete 150 questions but praise God you know like I really am so thankful because I was able to finish the test in four minutes before the test I'm sorry four minutes before my time was up I was able to finish my test so I completed the 150 questions and there was still a couple questions because I kind of had to rush through the test you know because I was a little nervous that I was going to run out of time and there was a lot of questions that I had bookmarked so I could go back and fix them and I only had like four minutes left However, I was so scared and also I only had four minutes to review like all the bookmarked questions that I left towards the end that I just decided, you know what, I only have four minutes. I can't really think straight. If I start changing answers, I might get something wrong and not even pass a test. So I just clicked 
exit and I finished the test and well, I didn't see any results and I was a little nervous and the last, <laughs> the one thing that is said is, um, we wish you success. I'm like, wait, do they wish success for me because I didn't pass and they wish success for me because they want me to succeed next time or they wish success for me because now I just completed and now I'm successful because I passed and then they want to, con- you know, wish me more success. I, you know, when I saw that, I was like, this is random. I didn't even tell me if I passed or not because before I actually took my test, um, one of the girls, one of the, the lady in the counter told another girl that she had passed her test. And then she said, oh, how do you, how do you, how do I know that I passed? Well, didn't you see at the end of the computer after your test, a screen told you that you passed? She was like, oh, no, I didn't see it. Well, yeah, you passed. Congrats. And so I was, you know, when, when I finished my test, I was trying to look at the screen. And I was trying to interpret what the results were. But only thing it said was, we wish success for you or something like that. And as I go to the counter and, you know, I, I get there and she tells me, okay, I'm going to print your score sheet. And she didn't even tell me that I passed or anything. And I was a little nervous because there was like 30 people out there standing. Not even, I'm just kidding. There was probably like eight people standing there and I didn't want her to give my test results out there just, you know, in front of everyone. That's a little embarrassing, not embarrassing, but just, you know, like, no, that's uncomfortable for me. I'm a, I'm a private person. So I wanted things to be in private. Right. So then she tells me, um, you know, after I told her, how do I know that I passed? She showed me the, my test results and she told me, Oh, it's right here. Um, congratulations. You passed. I'm like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And I was so excited. I was so happy. I get back to the car. I did pray. I was super thankful. I, I praised God for the fact that he helped me pass. And I called my parents. I told some of the people that were praying for me, like Heather and um, Beverly. And I was just super thankful for them. I called my friend Kathleen. We talked over the phone. We were just catching up, told my friends who knew about the test. And wow, I was just super excited. And going through this experience has made me realize that God has special plans for me. And what's interesting is that if God has special plans for my life, wow, he has special plans for all of his children. If he can take care of me, and I'm just like a little speck of dust, he can take care of everyone in this planet. And he has great plans for you. Maybe it's important not to compare yourself with other people because God is taking them through, different, to, through a different path. Maybe you have to go through a different path in order to learn and grow. But at the end of the day, God will take care of you. Like I said, stress has been a big deal for me. But I know that through the the stress that we go through, we're able to complete the task. But I also know that the more stress we have, that can also weaken our faith. So it's important to be able to control it. But most importantly, be able to surrender everything to God and not forget that he takes care of us, and that he wants us to rest in his arms. That is my desire, my wish for everyone today. I'm super excited and super pumped that I was finally able to record my, you know, my last edition of the stress topic for my podcast. 
And yeah, please stay tuned, guys. I really hope that I can introduce more topics. I didn't do it for a while because I had a lot of stuff going on with my career and I wanted to um, continue my education. So I did not record and quarantine happened. So a lot of stuff was going on. So finally, I am hoping hoping that I can continue adding more content and please reach out to me you know text me or dm me on instagram um you can look me up by ashley which is my um, username or ashley barrios and then you know if you have something special that you want me to talk about then share it with me and hopefully we can share with the rest of the world so thank you so much for tuning in and happy sabbath everyone i'm so thankful to god praise him for everything because he is good Bye.